What's up, ladies, gentlemen, and others? We're back. We are. We're back. <sighs> I'm sorry if you guys missed me last week. Uh... Pretty much just had to take a mental health week, man. Like, it was weird. In the spirit of all the openness and honesty that we are at this show, we're just going to let you know what happened. Uh, my brain wasn't right, and uh, that's not fair to you guys. So I went ahead and took the week off. But this week, we're going to come back with a vengeance. Yeah, die hard with the vengeance. Bruce Willis. We're doing Samuel L. Jackson and probably one of the only roles where he didn't really see motherfucker that much in that movie, really. It was weird. But, so, this week we're going to talk about a very fun show with a very fun dude. Uh, he's a comedian around town, about town, if you will. Has a few open mics of his own. Uh, Brad McPherson, what's up, dude? Hello, hello. Now, do you prefer Brad or Brad Lee? I get asked this a lot. Yeah. And, and I always say the exact same thing. How dare you speak to me? Uh, yeah. Please. <laughs> Please refill my coffee. <laughs> don't make eye contact. Right. Don't, don't don't look at me. Don't just don't look at me. Yeah. I uh yeah, no because like last week we we've talked about the the mental health part of being Absolutely. comedian and things like that. Sometimes you just got to take some time. You do. I, and here's the other thing. I think it like it's good to just make that a thing we do as human beings. Yeah, we have that stigma and it's just right? bullshit. We all deal with it, but yet we still have this stupid stigma attached to it to where I've it's like I've done it before oh. and I've been and I always feel bad. I'm like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to tell people like my mental health was bad or what right. like like Well, man, but that's last... that's tends to be also you give a shit about what people think. I yeah. don't <laughs> tend to do that. So I tell people all the time we're like, yeah, my brain's fucked up. That's <laughs> <laughs> But like, I mean, we we well, we both know comedians that it's just oh. kind of like they want to be on every fucking show all the time work 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 and more power to them but every once in a while dude i just gotta take i just gotta take some time gotta take sure. a breather because i mean you start telling these jokes over and over and over and over again of and then after a while you know if you're having a bad mental health day you're kind of like yeah this sucks I, yeah i hate I mean, my set like <laughs> I will say, like, if my mental health is bad, uh, it can be really difficult to come and do comedy. Oh, like, definitely. That's just like, guys, it's really hard to like get into that space where you're like, I want to entertain people. Well, now, and we need to make sure that there's the differential, like, for people listening. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about, like, oh, I had a bad day. Right. And now it's hard to be funny. That's our job. That's what we do. Right. But whenever your brain is, like, telling you shit, like, you're a fucking asshole. Like, no yeah. no one thinks you're funny. They're all just being nice. Like, right. like that is that a genuine of... thought comedians have. Like... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I, I think that that actually is really difficult, especially because it's really difficult to get objective feedback. Absolutely. Everybody, everybody in the community is trying to be nice. Oh, They're yeah. trying to be nice and be like, oh, you did great. Yeah, what is it? Like, you ate was... shit up there, but you were great. It was but the best shit eating I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> Champion shit eating up there. That was fantastic. But, like, I think, too, like, whenever you first start out, they are just kind of being nice. You're yeah. like, I see what you did there, or whatever. But after a while, it's the opposite. Like, comedians <laughs> are brutal. Like, they're just kind of like, yeah, that joke would have been funny, you know, if it wasn't for you. That was <laughs> yeah, I could see I could see people laughing that if somebody else told them. right like, ah man, that joke would really work for like uh, that guy like that would... <laughs> anyone else. <laughs> well, and so the show that you want to talk about, though, uh, yeah. I actually haven't seen it, but Ooh. I'm a big fan of Matt Berry. And that show is Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, Dark Place. Dark Place. And Dark that, Place. Uh, that's just on Amazon now, right? Like, yeah, it, it just, just dropped just on got. Amazon okay. Prime. And uh, it stars Matt Berry. If you don't know who Matt Berry is, first of all, get your fucking life together. Yes. But he's uh, Laszlo from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. But he's also the boss uh, for IT the last crowd. few seasons yeah. of IT Crowd. And I got to tell you, the I best. fucking love that man. Yeah. 
Toast of London. Yep. Fucking, he's just so fucking funny the way that he does things. And apparently, he wasn't a comedian or anything. He was a very serious actor. I well, I get the feeling like he's do like the way he delivers lines is with so much intention. You're like, maybe he is really and intensity. Trying. Like the, yeah. the the intensity in some of the things that he'll do is so funny. Like, the very first thing that happens in the IT crowd when he shows up, uh-huh. he shows up to his father's funeral, kicks open the door, essentially, takes off his sunglasses, and then just screams, Father! <laughs> <laughs> and then just, like, runs down. Like, like, shit like that. Like, it's one fucking word, but the way he delivered it, absolute gold. Right. Well, it's fantastic. That's, that's, like, there's lots of times where I think scripts are written in a way, and they kind of have an idea, like, okay, well, he'll say father, and then blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And then he comes in, and he's like, let's try it So like I've this. got this idea. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we are both working on this show, mm-hmm. uh, Terrible People. Yeah. And we were both on staff for, you know, writing and things like yeah. that. We're not only in the show, we help write the motherfucker. Yeah. And so we, it happen. we both have experience with that, where it's just kind of like, well, we have a, an outline of what we think was, mm-hmm. is supposed to happen, but... Yeah, right. Let's see what what we do from there. And sometimes you see something physically transpiring and you go, "Uh, this line doesn't work. Like we were just shooting uh, right before we started uh, podcasting and like they were doing something. I was like, that line doesn't actually work. Right. In this context, we got to change that. We, we got to change. We so we basically change the, the scene we did last night. We basically rewrote the whole fucking thing just because it was like, well, that guy's not available. But ah, mm-hmm. fuck him. We're just going to rewrite the whole damn thing, and here we go. Right. And I actually, I actually think it it turned out a lot better than. Yeah, I think that it probably will work better too. In oh, the yeah. sense that, like, because there's just we were able to be more dynamic than it would yeah. have been with like multiple people. It in really, that. it was just a scene of me and you. So that's kind of that's. <laughs> but like uh, with Matt. Barry, I always wonder what he's like, you know, what he's like on set, because I feel like he's just kind of this nice guy, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then whenever it's like action, that's when he's Matt Barry. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he turns it on and he's just over the top and just really funny. Which that's the that's part of the fun thing. So Dark Place. Right. Yeah, because I've a, never seen it. And I was wondering, so what what exactly is? So it, it was made in 2004. Because it sounds dirty. oh it's dirty no uh so it was made in 2004 but it was made as a like a semi-mockumentary and then a show so they they're doing like cut at cut-ins with like commentary okay from the director writer is it almost like the office or no 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 so like they 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 clearly had a short show that was like okay. 20 minutes and then they added in like the commentary so that they would pad oh, it out. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean they make very they take very simple premise. Right. Premisei? What's Premise What's premises? premises? Is it premise? Well, premises is like you're we're idiots. Right. I I like, don't know what the multiple of premise prem- is. I want to say premise. I think it's, I think it's pre- oh, is it premise? I I know, is it know a, it, is but it a I cacti like it. Situation? Yeah, is I it, think yeah. multiple cactuses. <laughs> <laughs> it's cacti. That's right. But like, I mean, the mockumentary thing really, really ran its course in like the early two thousands. Like, The Office did it. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec was definitely a little less. Yeah, but it was still kind of the same form format. Like, yeah. And uh, but then you also have like movies were doing it. There's a horror movie that uh, I tried watching. Excuse me. I'm very professional. Hold on. <laughs> so uh, there was a horror movie I was trying to watch not too long ago. And it was essentially the premise was that this guy is a serial killer and they just want to kind of follow him and understand his process. That's and it, awesome. And, it, and it's like a comedy. Yeah. I and love so that. I was just kind of like, huh. 
This kind of feels like a bunch of hats. You know what I mean? Like that's a, <laughs> it's a hat on a hat. Oh a yeah. Good, here's the thing: you put a hat on a hat. Sometimes that's a good fucking hat. Sometimes man. it's a great fucking hat. Listen, I will. <laughs> I will stand by some of my hat on hats. I stand by them. It's kind of like those beanies that had the bill. You remember? Yeah. Like oh, from DC. Oh. oh my god! People not wore the a good shit option. out of those. Dude, I wore one for a while. I'm not gonna. I wasn't gonna bring it up. Dude, come on. Like, <laughs> we all know why we wore those things. We were trying to touch boobies. That's, a, that's all it was. Any style decision I've ever made was based oh, on the yeah. approach. Was based on trying to get my hands <laughs> on some some over-the-shoulder boulder holders. You know what I mean? Just, yep. like, right on in there. But, uh, and no, you thought that hat was doing it I for thought you? the hat was. And it did work. Okay, it well, yeah. was it the hat? Oh, I feel like it could have No, been. it was the personality. I'm fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> okay, it was a hat. You're right. You're right. You're it was right. a hat. No, like, I... Uh, You've convinced me. <laughs> no, I wore the... just the, I mean, I still do, but I mean, like, I wore the tightest jeans, like... <laughs> like, a, like the band shirts that are a size too small, you know? Like, I had the hair with the swoop do in you, front of my eye. Were you, like, full-on emo? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was like... Because I, like, I don't view you as... You're more rock and roll now. I don't view you as emo. Well, no, yeah. That was the thing was that, like, the emo that I was into was things like the used... Or like you know, August Burns Red. It was more like you're metal. saying those like, words like I know what like, they you know, mean. <laughs> and uh, someone listening to this is like someone. Oh, okay. I know, I know exactly oh, sure, what he's talking someone. about. Someone, okay. yeah, someone. Not this person in not, this room. Not this guy. <laughs> not this guy. Well, like no, I just mean like I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't into like the uh, or any of that shit. Oh, I was. I was into like the screaming and like the you know the brutal. Brutal emo type shit. Uh, I mean, I only got surface. I got some Hawthorne Heights, some. Uh, yeah, see, that was yeah, not my that's, jam. That's my, yeah. That was not my jam. Let's all turn into vampires and die. Uh, uh, oh my God. Well, they die. Uh, per se. Uh, <laughs> but, like, that's the thing is that it's like, you know, you you did all this stuff back then just because it was like, well, I want to be cool. Oh, that's not why I did it. I That was maybe the problem. That, that was, was maybe... I was just very emotional. And I was like, this stuff speaks to me. Oh, no. Trust me. I was I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was, when I was in high school, I could, I could probably call my brother right now with no like context or whatsoever and be like, hey, what was I like in high school? And then just hold it to the mic and he'd probably be like, you were a fucking whiny little bitch. Like, it's a, <laughs> that's how you become a comedian, though, folks. Oh, that's, yeah, that's the first how you step. Do that's, yeah. <laughs> you be whiny and then don't get the attention you clearly crave and then in order to be a good comedian uh you then have to be in love with a girl who breaks the fuck out of your heart and then you have to find humor in that sure that's, yeah sure at least and that's your first 10 minutes that yeah, your first there you 10. go that's my first tight five that was <laughs> no it was really funny actually i uh I, i've told a few people this story but you know so this that actually happened i was about 17 years old it was the first time you know whenever you're just like oh I love them. Right. You know, one of those they things. They complete me. Oh, yeah. And they and she let me touch her boobies, the whole cool. thing. That's right. I didn't get that. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, she had nice boobies. But uh, <laughs> and then she went to a party, got drunk, and cheated on me. Just broke my heart, right? Just shattered. It was awful. Like, it, it was seriously, like, from sitcoms and shit like that. Like, I didn't want to go out into the sun yeah. and shit like that. I was just like, what's the point? There's no point in being so alive then, anymore. Yeah, right? So then about, I want to say... Um, about five years ago, mm-hmm. lo and behold, guess who moves back to town? The old flame from oh. back in the day. Ooh. Now, keep in mind, since we were 17, we were like really skittish about like, you know, sex and things like that. Sure. But sure. so I'm sitting there. Talk- I was 20 until I uh, I was a virgin until 20. So really? Yeah. Until I got married. Ew. Oh, that's right. You yeah. were you were brought up in the uh, 
in the religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the things you're saying, uh, yeah, I I agree. Skittish. I was oh, skittish yeah. around sex. Well, no, what I did was uh, then I decided to get drunk with her, uh-huh. took her back to her place, and proceeded to, how did the kids put it, fuck the living shit out of her. Sure. Then whenever she was like, oh, you know, are we moving forward? Like, are we doing a relationship? I go, nope. And then I just left. Ah. Yep. I, I got my vengeance. The classic, the classic revenge fuck. Oh, my God. And it was nice. I have no idea what that is, but uh, <laughs> I believe in it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't judge you for not knowing anything about it. And as a matter of fact, I think you're a better person for not knowing anything about it. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Some of us have got problems. <laughs> but it's really funny now, like, thinking about stuff like that, because, you know, now I'm I'm happily with my partner, like, yeah. I, you know, my child and all that, you know, That's like, good. That I, I love our house. I, I love her. I love my like, I love our lives together. But then That's I think about great. stuff like that. And like you always see on like shows, they're like, oh. I miss being single. I'm like, I don't really miss it. Like, yeah, it's just dumb. Like, yeah. I hate being single. It's my least favorite thing. I, I feel like that's either you can either be one of two people when you're single. You can either be one that's like, I hate being single or fuck. Yeah, I love this shit. Yeah. And then those are the people who are like, I'm not, Why would I ever do? A why would thing? I ever want? And then those are the people that fall the hardest. Do you ever notice that? <laughs> like the people that are like, I would never, ever, ever, ever get married. And then they meet someone. And they're like. Oh my god! How have I lived this long without them? Like, <laughs> I don't. Know. My te- like the thing that I, I I fear, I fear, like I have terror of, is like uh, being one of those single people yeah. who's like, uh, it's like, okay, well, every day I go to the Chili's, I get the same thing I oh ordered, and I, I live by myself, and I you just fall never, into that routine, yeah, and you know, that like they're like, oh yeah, the last ten years, I just I don't know why I haven't found a girlfriend. I go oh, to the like, same uh, place every day, like I, uh, Will Ferrell on Stranger than fiction yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. like that was like i was sitting there watching that and the first part is that he's a single guy and he does the exact same thing every single fucking day and i saw that and i'm with you like terror is the only way to describe that yeah like i i novelty is the spice of life to me like i need new experiences i need new like i'm not even a scheduling guy you know what i mean my girl my (laughs) girlfriend handles all that she's got like a calendar and everything like that i'm the guy that it's like all right I'm just surprised I woke up. Let's do this. Like that's <laughs> every day is a new opportunity for me to be shocked. All right, every day is a new story. Here we go. <laughs> like last night, we got done filming, and like I told yep. you when I first got here, you're like you're kind of walking weird. I bruised <laughs> my ribs last night at the bar. Like full I forgot on. that I had I had seen you in less than 24 hours. Yeah, and that that injury had to have taken place last night. Literally about 12 hours ago or something <laughs> like that. Like oh my god. Well, no. We'll call it like 15 hours ago, something like that. But like, yeah, I get home. I'm drunk because the booze snuck up on me. (laughs) And my girlfriend's just sitting there being like, why are you fucking limping? Like, why are are you in pain? I was like, yes. And then, and then, of course, I tried to do this thing where I was telling her that I'm not drunk. (laughs) Yeah, because she goes, yes, you are. Like. I will say the only time I ever claim sobriety is if I'm very high. Yeah, right. I'm like, I'm not high. You're right over there. I'm fucking great. Hi, Quinn. Why did you interrupt us, Quinn? It seems like you you wanted to interrupt us. Did you have something important to say about Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? Oh, it's one of the greatest shows ever made. Matt Berry's in it. It's fantastic. Okay, now get the fuck out of (laughs) here. Quinn, you've had your episode, goddammit. Yeah, why are you trying to steal my valor? This is what stolen valor is, right? I don't think so, but... 
To this day, my favorite comment after an episode was someone messaged me and goes, all right, so that Quinn guy, he's probably the most likable person you've had on your show. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm competing against? Yeah. Wow. There's yeah, no low standards. I'll... That's what you're competing <laughs> with. <That's... laughs> well, no, because you both, have, you are you guys still doing Friday Night Death Slot? We, we're on a hiatus right now because of filming. Like we Bye, have, Quinn. We've been. Oh, he'll be, back. he'll be back. <laughs> He's going to interrupt again. Uh, yeah, our filming schedule has been uh, dialed up because we're trying yeah. to get this project. Terrible people. Yeah, yeah, terrible people finished up, wrapped up, and, and get it rolling. And uh, I think we're, I think we were talking about it last night, like 25%. And so we're like, in order to get this by end of the year, just with all of our schedules, right. it's, it's a huge undertaking. Ten episodes yeah, because I think people seem to think that this shit's just super easy because oh they'll God. watch like the behind the scenes shit for this other show and they're like, oh, yeah, we knock this out in like a month and a half. It's like, yeah, because that's all you were right. doing. The exactly. rest of us were like all everyone involved in this one. We have like jobs and we have to go like take care of other shit and everything right. like that. And we're- so essentially you're just trying to be like, all right, so I'm cool Wednesday. What about you? Uh, I'm, I mean, Wednesday, I'm good for like an hour. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> we have been. Uh, trying to arrange our schedules as best we can, finding yeah. those opportune times because that's one of the other things. When you're taping and everybody has a uh, real like human being life part, right? Like, you know, we got shit going on. Yeah, it's it, it's it's not easy. And, Don't get me uh, wrong; I would love to be able to just be doing this, but you know, gotta pay bills. Right, gotta uh, fucking pay bills. Absolutely, and that's the thing. I mean, obviously, we want to put energy and effort into the creative projects that keep us sane and keep for us, sure keep us going and going and and getting to like the, there's no greater experience. Sorry, uh, party. The, I, always, I uh, it's a Dr Pepper, guys. He's not partying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him trick you. That is the extent of my partying right now. That is my ribs are bruised and I'm slightly hungover. So. <laughs> But like with uh with Dark Place though like th- you can tell kind of like cuz I did I am semi professional mm-hmm. so I did the YouTube thing where you just kind of watch a few clips or whatever. Sure. You can definitely tell the energy that they're going for even. Like Oh yeah, it's, it's very there. Like yeah, it's very so prominent. like it's it's clearly uh so to get more some more information on it. It's the idea is like a 1980s thriller sci-fi kind of like Stephen King stuff okay. but very clearly poor production quality and poor right. like the intention is that that's the joke right I do love that you and Quinn do Friday Night Death Slot, and his show that he picked was Danger Five, well, oh, which is oh, essentially the fun. same thing that yeah. you're talking about with Dark Place like <laughs> but like I love those though Yeah I, that's the thing to me it's uh, those kind of uh, shows those kind of like even just other even whether it's like a play that's right. doing a play within a player like all of those things like hey we're adding an extra level that you, right. you know you'll you'll get there's an extra type of comedy involved just because of just one like how do I put the aesthetic essentially yeah but yeah. like like Black Dynamite did the same thing like you know uh, bye Quinn bye Quinn goodbye gentlemen oh i forgot i forgot he was an 1800s landlord yeah i didn't know that yeah. over cleveland uh <laughs> father! <laughs> father he's so good matt berry is one of those guys honestly that if i see his name on something i'm going to watch it yeah at bare minimum like sure. it's just i'll check it out like i mean i feel so sorry for people that it's like they only know him as laszlo 
Yeah. Because, yes, he's he's fantastic in what we do in the shadows, and that show is incredible. I need to watch it. I've it's watched the so movie, and I haven't good. watched the show yet. Dude, it's, I'm telling you, the show the show is one of the... the oh, I got very excited. <laughs> uh, the show is one of the only ones that's like, it's based off of a movie and keeps like the same level of humor and like awesomeness all mm-hmm. around as the movie. Like it's I love the movie. fucking fantastic. Yeah. It really is. Like there's even like uh I think it's season 2, you even see like the original three guys from the movie oh, again. Like that's awesome. it's fantastic. And like just the way that it's written is fucking f- phenomenal. It's it's incredible. Uh-huh. But if you only know Matt Berry from that, don't get me wrong, he's still yeah. incredible and everything like that, but it just adds that that level of love and appreciation for it if you know the other stuff too. Right. Like seeing like Toast of London or seeing like which is wildly British. Yeah. Uh, and then yes. or seeing IT crowd or any of those. He's so fucking good in all of them. Yeah, he's one of those people like I haven't seen him in a performance and thought, Well, that's not his best work. Uh, yeah. Like and, and I They're pretty I will, much all tied yeah. for first. Like, yeah. <laughs> like every everything that he's done that I've seen that I go Wow, man, I, I really enjoyed that. He's, he's delightful. <laughs> well, no, and he's also... Uh, Do you ever watch Disenchantment on Netflix? I have, yes. He was a uh, Merkimer. Okay. Matt Berry was a voice of Merkimer, and even... even <laughs> he's tra- He transforms into a pig and, even, and still wears his crown. Yeah. And even then, you're just like, this is just so <laughs> phenomenally Matt Berry. Like, this is fantastic. Like, yes. But, I mean, just... The guy's great. The, I, all of this to say, yeah. Matt Berry's great. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> I think we all agree. We can all <laughs> agree. Matt Berry's all right. Well, I think we agree, <laughs> and uh, people can't really say shit to us right now. That's so. true. I want no comments. <laughs> do not go on Instagram and right. comment. Don't do it. Do unless, it. Unless, unless, do it, unless, motherfuckers. Do it. Do it. I as I've <laughs> I did tell you I have bruised ribs so I do like a good fight. That's <laughs> <laughs> but like phys- I, we got into a physical altercation earlier that night. I'm surprised yeah, you had the energy I, to I get. I bloodied a- your nose. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, at one point we did have a scare that I chipped your tooth or something like that. Oh I was my like, gosh, I got you guys so good. Oh on my that. god, like they were so scared. They're like, like, "Are you serious right now?" <laughs> <laughs> But like with uh, with Dark Place though, so essentially eighties thriller like yeah. suspense like that takes place all in a hospital and then uh, Rick. But obviously comedy, right? Like it's not. Oh, it's clearly comedy. Okay, it's because there are satire. some that like you you kind of they go oh it's this that and the other thing and there's a little comedy thrown in. It's like eh. no no no. <laughs> this is this is if you took it as. A thriller, or you took it as like, oh, this is gonna be a real like, right? You're gonna be disappointed, right? Because <laughs> it's it's clearly. I a love comedy. thrillers. Oh, you yeah. do not want to watch this then. Like I like I like the thing. So I don't watch a lot of horror movies. Like I'm not really I a horror them. guy. I really do. But I what love I do them. like is like those 1980s horror movies. Oh where yeah, like it was kind of like slash con- like they oh, knew they over were over the top, bloody yeah. and shit like that. Like Evil Dead. Yes, and, Evil. Well, Dead. Evil Dead too. Right. Yeah, but I mean like. Evil Dead 2 really dialed it up. Evil Dead 1, I oh, yeah. still would not make the argument that they knew they were being ridiculous. But oh, it's fantastic still. Like, Oh, I love it. I can still sit. And Ash vs. the Evil Dead will always be one of my favorite shows of all time just because it was so well done. Because, like, 
you always hear about like, oh, well, they're going to remake it or they're doing it this or that or whatever. But mm-hmm. then you hear like, OK, well, there's only one person involved that was with the original. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Shit like that. Yeah. This that that is not the case with this one. After yeah. the Evil Dead is all of the original like, you know, production and Bruce Campbell and and they just had fun with it. You can tell. Like, yeah. And I think that's the thing about a lot of Matt Berry's things. And the reason I think he's such a nice guy and shit like that is because you can get that vibe from him that he's having fun. Oh, absolutely. And I would say that even on this uh, project, you can you can see that, like, they're just they're, they're just fucking enjoying around. riffing yeah. and enjoying, like... Because otherwise, what's the point? Well, I, and that's how I approach things. Like, yeah. I, I want to have fun, and I want, like, to enjoy the process. I want to be able to, you know, like... You talk about we did joke. not take shit seriously last night. Like, no. We were filming that scene, and yeah, we were... When it came down to it and we heard action, okay, here we go. We're ready to do this. But in between, it was just like at one point, the guy running the show was using Snapchat filters uh, while you were (laughs) delivering your lines. Yeah. Like, we just had fun because, again, otherwise, what's the point? That 100% should be the point. I think that, uh, at least in my my opinion like, right obviously and by the way we're not we're do... not trying to say to anybody that we're like we're hardened veteran professionals at this or anything no, like that I we're mean, just telling you how we like to do it yeah <laughs> uh, projects like this like what we're doing and it seems like dark place was is, is very much a, a project that's like there's just passion behind it and it's mm-hmm. a group of people trying to make it happen and so we're gonna have fun while we're doing it fuck yeah. knows we're not getting paid so. yeah because god only knows like wh- where this is gonna end up like exactly. how it's gonna be perceived like we might have all the fun in the world making it and then someone will watch it and be like well this is hot fucking garbage sure but i mean that's that's true to, for anything that you create you know what i mean yeah. and i would rather create something and then have it be shit on by people than to never take the chance of mm-hmm. making something well, and the other thing, though, is, like, you learn every single time. Like, in the last six months, I've really started booking more comedy shows. Yeah, yeah. I and, have noticed. Yeah, you've had a, quite an uptick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, because I was like, I'm not getting enough stage time. So I was yeah. like, well, just We'll just do something about time. it. Yeah. yeah. So, well, at least you're not one of those people that's just bitching and moaning and doing nothing about it. That's yep. all the time. Like, you'll meet these comedians who are like, how'd you get on that show? It's like, I'm sorry, are you implying that I didn't work my ass off, you fucking prick? Like, that's... Oh, I hate that shit so much. Yeah. I ran... Like, there was one... She shall remain nameless. Okay. But she goes up to our, our good friend, Sandra. Uh-huh. Uh, she's been on the show. If you don't know Sandra Slade, again, get your fucking life together. Yep. But one of the funniest comedians out there, hardest working. I don't think anyone can actually argue that point. She works her fucking ass off to get more and more and more and more and yeah. more and more and more and more shows. Well, when she was first starting out, this comedian comes up to her and just kind of goes like, how'd you get that show? And she was like, um, and you know, Sandra, she's trying to be nice. She's still pretty new. They didn't know Sandra yet. Right. Uh, um, but she was just kind of like, well, I mean, I just kind of were. And then so the other comedian kind of implied that Sandra's kissing ass to get on shows. And I was like, okay. I've talked to her for more than 10 minutes, so I know that's not a fucking possibility. Sure, if you know Sandra, that's not really her That mode. woman will not kiss any <laughs> ass. Like, that's, no. She'll tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. That'll happen. She'll fuck your ass. Yeah, she'll, <laughs> that's about it. Oh, we're bringing out Pagan? Okay. Uh, but that's the thing is that it's like throughout everything that any of us create as comedians or anything like that, you're gonna have backlash and 
all kinds of fight. Every fucking time you have some kind of consequence. Oh, I remember whenever we first announced, like, we're working on terrible people. Yeah. There was a group of people who were like, oh, well, I bet they're not going to follow COVID guidelines and that kind of stuff. And I was like. What a weird thing to just throw out there with no information whatsoever. Right. And especially because whenever we announce it, we specifically said we'll be following all the COVID guidelines, following everything that they're doing in Hollywood, making sure that it's a safe production. Well, and with like everyone that's involved, you know, <laughs> the funniest thing is that it's like there are these weird little clicks in yeah. Tulsa comedy. So a lot of the people that are involved in this project are in one, apparently. And so this other one is just being like... <laughs> This fucking show. It's like you haven't even watched it. Like that's like, <laughs> like we haven't even started filming anything yet. You dicks. Like, it's, but that's what I'm saying is that it's like I would rather because that other side they're doing fuck all as far as creating something new, as far as like putting themselves out there. So that's what I'm saying. It's like I would much rather work my ass off creating something, sure, and get you know backlash and bullshit rather than to be a little pussy. And be afraid of that so I don't make anything. It's so easy. It's so easy to sit back and complain about other people's stuff. Oh, it's super easy. That's that's how podcasts got started. (laughs) (laughs) Let's bitch about some things. All right, cool. You got a microphone? Let's do this shit. It, it, I, it is easy to just be like, oh, well, that's not they, that's not going well. They're not doing good. Yeah. It's like, well, man, let me see what you're doing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I know. Where's your show? Yeah. Where did you? Oh, you don't have one. So you have no fucking way of actually coming to me with, like, any kind of argument. Cool. I, and that's the thing. Like, there's prick. plenty of time. Like, there's plenty of things I've learned in the last six months, and, and I'll continue to learn. And gosh, it sucks. Yeah, it I, I hate all the learning I've oh, been yeah. doing. Because half the time, the way you learn is that it didn't go well. <laughs> and then you have to go, okay, so what do I need to change? What did, yeah, what did I learn? Okay, what do I need to do differently? Well, like today, I woke up with bruised ribs. What did I need what? to learn? <laughs> ah, There's yes. A there. Ah, yes. Don't let whiskey sneak up on you like that again, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, because I, like, I ran into a buddy of mine, and he was having kind of a rough day. Mm. And uh, I was talking to my girlfriend about this, that it's like, I don't actually go to bars to get wasted. Mm-hmm. I go to bars to hang out with my friends and hear how they're doing and everything. And I love hearing stories from my friends and shit like that. Sure. So as he's talking, though, he's kind of like, he's one of those guys that he can talk to you and order shots at the same time. Oh, those guys are dangerous. They are. <laughs> and I found that out, you know, like, because then, like, the funny part was I woke up today and I kind of turned to go, ow. Why Ow. You know what I mean? Like what? Why? Why Al? Why Al? Why a boo boo? What happened? Like, and uh, so then like my my girlfriend's <laughs> filling in some of the blanks. She goes, you know, you're kind of an asshole last night. And I go, please tell me about it. That's, <laughs> I apologize even before you tell me about it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to trust you that I was an asshole. First, um, first, let me start with. I'm sorry. What is it from Zombieland? Let me start my three-part apology by saying. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, that's the thing is that it's like. When it comes to, yeah, learning, it's just, that's the thing that you're not told as a kid. You're told, like, oh, when you grow up, you can do this, that, or the other thing. No one sits you down and just goes, hey, this is going to hurt. Yeah. Like, a lot. You're going to eat shit a lot. Constantly in some parts of your life. (laughs) Yeah. Like, especially if if you put yourself out there for something creative or, or even professional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. No one ever got promoted for playing it safe. And if they did, who the fuck wants to work for them? Yeah. So it's like... The only place that that works is an actuary for an insurance company. (laughs) Yeah, nobody likes those guys anyway. And nobody wants (laughs) you around. (laughs) 
so passionate. So passionate about its hatred for actuaries. Listen, there's there's two people in this world that I can't stand. It's actuaries and actuaries' girlfriends. Because who's doing that? What are we doing there? Oh, my God, right? Oof. I was watching something, and this girl, essentially, she was talking about, like, you know, she's kind of doing the staring off in space, thinking mm-hmm. about a guy she wants to be with or whatever. And she's making him up, obviously. Uh-huh. And she's just kind of like, oh, he doesn't do anything flashy. Works at like a bank or something. Makes a killer like veggie lasagna. And I was just in there re- like listening to that being like, that guy sounds boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That guy sounds like you'd be with him for like six months and then be like, the fuck am there's I doing no with my life? There's no pizzazz. Yeah, that that just sounds like a guy that's always going to do missionary. You know what I mean? Sure. Like he's just going to compliment her the whole time. Like, <laughs> come on, man, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Women's sexuality does not work that way, man. Every once in a while, they just want to get like they just want to get psycho fucked. Like that's just <laughs> complimented the entire time. The entire time, like I could get lost in your eyes. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Call me when this doesn't work out And I'll fuck you like you want to get fucked there they- <laughs> I gotta stop complimenting women now I realize now what I've meant We are definitely not We're definitely not anti-complimenting women No, no, uh, no, basically <laughs> but Basically what Terrell's told me today mm-hmm. Stop complimenting women <laughs> They hate it Oh, I can't wait till I get that email Yeah Or even if- better, my girlfriend will listen to it She'll pause right there <laughs> Come into the other room and be like The fuck is your problem? Like, that's- <laughs> you ruined another other guy what's even worse is that like then i would just turn and as soon as i just heard what's your fucking problem i would just instinctively be like you look so good today (laughs) (laughs) but i mean like i I don't know there's something to be said about just you know the the guys that like you hear about that it's kind of like they went out there they they took that chance sure and sometimes it doesn't work out but when it does i think that's the part that people love to hear about is that it worked out for someone so Hopefully it'll work out for me. Like I love the stories of somebody taking a shot mm-hmm. and failing. And failing. Like I love that. I love the like, story I of love... they failed, but then they're like, fuck that. And then they dust yeah. themselves off and they try again. Well, Because there's so many people, even that we know, that it's like, okay, you took that one shot that one time. It didn't work out. And you haven't done fuck all since. Well, and that's the one of those things. It's like... Getting it to your first at bat is an yeah. insane. That's an insane idea that you would smack it out of the park the first time you at bat. Oh, I mean, what come an on. Insane we're idea. comedians. Like, what was it? Seinfeld had that bit where he was talking about the number one fear in America is public speaking. You know, the thing that we thrive to do more right. of. Number one fear in America. Number two, death. Right. That means more people would rather die than to get on stage and do what we do on a regular basis. Right. So it's just kind of like I get all the I don't know. You probably do, too. I get it all the time. That it's like, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. Lots of people say that stuff. And I'm like, well, if I put a gun to your head, I bet you'd get up there and say yes. some jokes, you piece of shit. Well, the funniest part is that they're like, how'd you get started? I'm like, I got tricked like that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's the thing is that it's like even just. I mean, even podcasts, even starting our own podcasts. Mm. I mean, that was a fucking shot in the dark. You don't know how it's going to work out. I mean, our numbers have been pretty good for this show. And I really enjoy that. And I've I've talked about your show, Friday Night Death Slide. You guys are on a hiatus. But when you guys are doing the damn thing, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. I was on one one of your episodes. It was was a lot of fun. But like, uh, and we'll... We'll talk after this because I want to do it again. Yeah, we'll do it. Again. Like I said, once once we kind of get through filming, we're gonna we're gonna come back. And I have another podcast that's gonna be coming out soon. Okay, right on. Uh, you no details yet, or no? I can give you the details. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Mike and Stool. It's- 
might want to check the connection settings. What in the fuck? No, thank you. But did did we say something that sounded like Google? Oh. No. Mike and Stool? Nope. Didn't do anything. Okay. I thought we pissed off the devil for a minute. Ooh, that was terrifying. <laughs> that was a little fucking weird, yeah. Because I was like, I looked, the door was still yeah. closed. Like, uh, was this third voice in the room all of a sudden? <laughs> so, uh, Mike and the Stool. Mike and the Stool uh, podcast. That's a uh, rock Wow, I said I. Mike and the Stool. You did. So, yeah, it's just Mike. It's a guy named Mike and, and, a, and a turd. Shits. Yeah. And his shits. So, you and Roscoe. We're going to do a, a semi-weekly podcast. Okay. Talking about comedy stuff and... Trying to just uh, being a comedian, get the fuck out of here. That's you know? <laughs> right. So. Trying to get the fuck out of this fucking place. Tulsa's actually really. Uh, we I have a surprisingly Tulsa. good comedy scene. Here. We do. We have a lot. There, of, it's there's definitely parts that I would want to kind of sure clean up a little bit, but for the most part, especially hearing from other comics in other cities and shit like that. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. I would mu- like they. I heard like this comedian. He went to. Uh, I think it was. Chicago or Boston or something like that. Sure. But he was talking about, yeah, I tried to hit up an open mic while I was there. Uh-huh. There were 30 people on it and they mm-hmm. all got like six minutes. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is just too many fucking people. Oh, I just got back from Chicago a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We had 40 something on the mic. That's and just they all had five many. minutes. But I, I, yeah, it was like a, it was a whole shit show. And, and <laughs> the thing is, is the thing is, though, I will say this, because uh, if you come in and they know you, they'll put you up. Yeah. Up. So it's a matter of like once you are well, in yeah. the and once you're in the community and they go, oh, okay, this guy, like, this this real performer, guy. Guy right, come on, who's up. doing time, you know, like oh, he wants well, to it's work. the same around town here, like you know, oh yeah, we definitely want to make sure to get them on the actual mic. Uh, we've got a few names I've never seen before, so that could that could really kick us in the ass because you yeah. never know. Like you're looking down your list, you're like, oh, I know these names. Well, I don't know that name, but I won't worry about it. And he's the fucking edge Lord. Uh, That's going to go up there and use those <laughs> five minutes to tell rape jokes or something like that. Uh, like fucking uh, fuck those guys. Uh, for sure. I'm hosting the mic at the Albatross, right? The open mic and, and uh, go ahead. We'll plug the show with Albatross. Yeah, it's, is Albatross. Where? it's at a uh, 59th and Lewis. Okay. And that's uh, a sign up. How starts often? at 30 every Thursday. And then, uh, starts at nine eighteen. Nice. I will say, the people who are—I've uh, never seen them before. Yeah, they cause me less concern than the n- names I know, and I go, mm, mm. Oh, "Son of a bitch!" He, I, I mm. didn't even get a chance to tell him no, like, because mm. <laughs> let's be real here, there are some that you're just kind of like, "Oh, this is gonna suck." Uh, there are some that I've been like, "I just don't think that this venue is gonna be good for your yeah. material." Well, there are definitely comics around town that kind of like have this this facade of, <laughs> you just don't get it. And it's like, no, oh, no, yeah. I get it. You're an asshole. I get that part. <laughs> That's This is one of the things that I, I always tell uh, new people because everybody wants to come in and be Jezelnik. Oh, and I'm yeah. always like, well, here's the thing. The he reason, spent years dialing that in. Yeah, like, the reason he's so fantastic at it and everything is not because he immediately came out and was like, this is me and this is how I do it. Right. Like like a master painter, you have to know how to be able to paint like the masterpieces. Like a master painter. Did yeah. you just compare Jezelnik to like fucking da vinci or no like, no no like I, <laughs> well i mean i would in this I, instance in this fair. instance like you have to understand how to create a setup how to oh, create yeah. a punchline like understanding workable premises all of these things i mean and he, when you don't and and you're relying on laughs because you said something shocking right people are uncomfortable so they will laugh uh, 
<laughs> that's exactly like that's the thing. Like I'm like you don't get it. You're relying well, on also, the shock value he might of your humor. Be, he might be quote unquote offensive or whatever, but he's still punching up. You know what right, I mean? Right, like right. he's not like getting up there and just being like, "All right, here's a rape joke for you." It's like, uh, like one of my favorite bits that he did was talking about uh, his senile uh, neighbor in mm. his, his apartment complex. He's like, every morning at nine a.m., he'll <laughs> knock on my door and ask where his wife is, and every morning I have to tell him that his wife died. Now I could move away. I could tell him any number of other things, but it's all worth it. Just to see the smile on his face, like that's, <laughs> that's right. like that's fucked up. But that is so fucking funny. Like it's that's so good. <laughs> but that's and the thing is that then you have the guys that like they'll see that and mm-hmm. they'll come up on stage for an open mic and be like, "Ha, fuck old people, am I right?" And you're like, "Wow, you got the wrong message from that bit." Like yeah. that's <laughs> well, and that's the thing. That's the thing that's so frustrating. And I and I beat the drum on this. And I know that there are other people who disagree, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like these are not public forums that are controlled yeah. by the government you do not have a freedom of speech there, oh yeah this is listen there are consequences of, yeah you got freedom you. of speech but i have freedom to tell you to go fuck yourself yeah. like that's no fuck off get off my mic what are you doing yeah this is i think that's why i can't have like i can't run a mic <laughs> yeah, i would, would i would drunk. ruin it so fast like it would just be like they'd be one minute into their set they'd say something about rave and be like get the fuck off my stage right now <laughs> and it would just be, i don't think that's a bad thing I don't, I don't either, but, you know, you know uh, how this fucking shit works. Like, then you're going to get some fucking Facebook message I, or I will, or a death threat. That was fun for a while. I always I always try and read positive intent the first time. There you and go. go. Okay. All right. I see. Okay. You. There's that optimism this. I keep hearing about. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I try it like, okay, you're trying comedy. You've seen maybe some of your heroes that are kind right. of. Right. These guys who are saying very shocking things and then like I'll, I'll get but here's the thing when people have talked to you and said yeah. like hey that's that that's not going to work or hey don't do that or hey yeah. like uh, try something else or whatever the feedback was no 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 not with the joke try something else like stop doing comedy yeah. and I don't know get into needlepoint I don't know just fuck off like maybe, that's <laughs> maybe cleaning guns is your thing that's <laughs> cleaning loaded guns should be your thing. <laughs> Again, Matt Berry, <laughs> IT crowd. Hey, look, a gun. And then he points it directly at his face <laughs> and just starts pulling the trigger and goes, it's not loaded. Okay. <laughs> that's so funny. But it's like, that's the thing is that it's like the idea that Matt Berry wasn't a comedian. Right. He's just an actor. And he's that funny. You're just kind of like, see, some people just don't need to do comedy in order to be funny. Like they just are. And some people are more like, you know, situationally funny or mm-hmm. anything like that. I think lo- here's the one thing that I, I tell everybody and like because I've had a lot of people that I've talked to. They're like, oh, I love stand up. Yeah, I'm just not that kind of funny. I go, but you are funny. I've I've had conversation with you. Oh, and you're yeah. a funny person. You just have to figure out how you take that property. Yeah. All and the move shit that it they did. To, yeah. And just kind of make it into a different style, essentially. Yeah. I like because clearly like what if you're conversationally funny, if right? You're conversationally like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that means you have timing. Yeah, that you means either... you you understand what's going on. Like you have your finger on the pulse, just bam, 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 bam. Here we go. Yeah, you understand maybe like okay, when I say something that people don't expect, yeah, that generates laughter. Okay, well then, how do I create a setup that yeah. will lead people down a path where then I can do a punchline that they're not expecting? I love like, a good misdirection joke. Like oh, I really do. Like obviously, you've seen my sets. Yeah, but like <laughs> I just love the the idea of you seeing where a joke's going, and then by the end, you're like, oh. Oh, fuck you. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm, that was good. 
that was fucking I hate you a little bit. That was Yeah. <laughs> but like I, I love misdirection comedy, especially like when because here's the thing. Magicians you are watching. Magicians? Their hands. We're Just on par fun. with magicians. Let me let me finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. Chris Angel of comedy. Fuck yeah. out of here. That's Listen, <laughs> let me finish my thought. Magicians, you're always watching their hands, right? right? Like you're constantly looking. And so whenever you have a comedian who is a setup punchline guy who is right. doing um punchlines that you don't expect. So you, here's what happens. When I'm watching that guy, I go, Okay. Well, let me think what I wouldn't expect. Right. Let me try and run through the potential punchlines here. You try and ruin it for yourself? Yeah, that's who <laughs> that's I am like, as a person. Uh, it's like when then, people tell you, like, oh, there's a twist in this movie, and then you just spend the whole movie trying to guess the twist. <laughs> like, you're barely even watching the movie anymore. You're like, uh, that guy's actually a woman. No. Uh, <laughs> that guy's dead the whole time. That happened once. Uh, <laughs> Will they do that again? I wonder if you could pull it off again. That'd be crazy. <laughs> No, uh, what I, but what I'm saying is like, and then you watch somebody like Jeselnik, right. who you know, you know he's mm-hmm. going to say something and you're going to go, God damn it, he got me. He got me again. And he still does because oh, yeah. his timing is fantastic. Also, like the, his craft is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is that it's like, we, I've, we've talked about this on this podcast before that it's just mm-hmm. kind of like whenever uh, JT Haberset was on, he runs the Altercation Fest in mm-hmm. Austin and that's going on uh, end of October this year, finally. Yeah. Of course, last year had to get canceled and all that. But of course, Altercation Fest, he's wanting to kind of get comedians on that are a little bit not like edgy or anything like that, but just kind of like they're not the norm. You know what I mean? They're not sure. going to be like, my wife, oh, uh, what a ball buster she is. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, get off the fucking stage. We've heard it before. Yeah. So there are all kinds of comedians that are on this, but people kind of see that and think, oh, so I'm going to just drop the N word or something like that. And it's like, no, Ooh, you have to yeah. do the work. To make the joke funny, like so you can't that just... way you can finally say the n word. <laughs> <laughs> we on binge podcast do not condone <laughs> the use of the n word. Uh, but like that's the thing is that it's like with comedy, with with anything really. Like we were talking about, you put yourself out there, but yeah. you do the work beforehand. Okay, we're not just saying like do half-ass throw your shit out there. Sure, do the work. So like, like there's a difference between um, what's the guy who made the room. Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau, yeah. Tommy Wiseau. Listen. That guy's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, he's not going to make masterpieces of art. No. Cinematically. I mean, technically, I mean, he kind of w- did. Yeah, he did, in a way. But, like, but that wasn't his intention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he accidentally made a classic. Like, yeah. So that's one of those things. Like, it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, if you haven't watched The Room, you fucking Oh, my God. I would highly recommend Smoke a Bowl. Sure. And then just sit there and wait for the laughter because it is coming. Yeah. Because he took it so seriously. Yes. Like, that entire movie is supposed to be this, like, like Oscar bait almost. Yeah. Really? And then, like, you're watching it and you're going, this is fucking terrible. It's wild and bad. But and- then he somehow still, he's like a fucking cat because he still landed on his feet. And it's like a cult classic comedy now. Yeah. I, and that's the thing, though. Like. There's going to be comedians who become successful despite the fact that they're not necessarily the funniest person. Oh, I have so many names going through my head right now. Right. But but because they figured (laughs) out how to work the system, how to figure out like their lane, their place. Oh, yeah. Stay in your fucking lane, too, by the way. Well, you got to find people. I mean, like fucking people want to be like, okay, well, now I want to try this. Okay, that's great and all. But you're not going to be like awesome at it right out of the gate. 
So well, yeah, I think I hate I hate the people who are like, I'm gonna try this and it's gonna be the best thing you've ever seen, and I'm gonna be fucking yeah. awesome at it. It's like that's the mm. that's the thing. I'm like, ah, no, no, you you won't. I think the the best thing that I ever heard was I, th- I think it was Tom Segura was to, was doing an interview or whatever, and he said something along the lines of, if you want to truly be a comedian, like for a living, you have to put in about ten years. Like that's just base. Yeah. And I remember hearing that and as a brand new comedian, I was like, fuck, that's so long. But then at the same time, I was like, but it does make sense because how many comedians have you seen start and leave comedy since you've been doing comedy? You know yeah. what I mean? Like we're both gen- generally like not, I mean, like I'm, I'm bordering on halfway to 10, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little over four years now. Yeah. And uh, I think two and a half, two and a half. And so, I mean, like even in that time, I've seen comedians come up like they started doing showcases. They started getting invited to regional shows and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped. They just they're, they're done. They left. And well, so that's kind of the thing, too, is that it's like you got to stick around just for that, too. Like you're just kind of like, no, no, still doing it. I'm yeah. still available for your show. Like that's one of the things I think that because there's no career path, there's no like you go right. to school and you get your comedy degree and yes. now you can go get a comedy job. Oh, they they exist. <clears throat> I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, well, I'm. I, they, yeah. they they don't just exist traditionally. There you go. Well, if there's anything that if we know to be exist. true, it's comedians will always want to tell someone else what's funny. Sure. Like sure. <laughs> I'm sure you could get a degree in comedy. That oh, could yeah. happen. That, there, that there's, exists. There's but. comedy classes even in Tulsa. And there were some that I was just kind of like, even the person running the show or whatever, I was just kind of like, I wouldn't learn from him. <laughs> well, <laughs> I will say the nice thing about the comedy class, because I was talking about this the other day. The nice thing about the comedy class is that these gave you a very foundation, a right. very baseline, because a lot of people that are coming out and trying open mic for the first time. Yeah, whew, good for them. They, they don't have a foundation. They, well, and you build that. Yeah, but the thing is, too, you have to to keep coming back. Yeah, you have to keep eating shit. Yeah, and that's difficult. And that's what I was gonna say. Like those people who like they start and they're maybe doing some local showcases and regional showcases. That's where it gets hard. Oh yeah, like that's where it's like okay, well now I need to keep developing new material, but at the same time, at the same time, these regional shows they take your time. You get I'm a belchy boy. You. you ha- you know that it takes time and money and let's oh, yeah. let's face it nobody is paying us very well no. to get out to places I think the most I've made off of a show so far was about 250 yeah and that was just like I was on cloud 9 like I was walking like you I was just hearing the Bee Gees as I walked into the bar <laughs> afterwards like you know one of those and I mean but at the same time none of us got into this I mean well you or I didn't get into this to like become uber famous and millionaire and shit like that right that's like a one in a billion shot that anything like that would happen let alone to i don't know me you know what i mean like that's sure i think that i think that everybody who gets into comedy Mm -hmm. has a desire to be liked well yeah but i I think it's more along the lines of like the people that get involved in comedy because they want to be the next dave Chappelle. the rest of us are just kind of like i mean that'd be cool but i'm not exactly holding my fucking breath like sure i I just bombed at a fucking bar show last (laughs) week i don't think i'm fucking Chappelle like that's yeah but i think that you also have to just be like okay i appreciate where i'm at in this process and i'm not to the place where i want to be but i'm working towards things right well i was talking to a comedian not too long ago and he was talking about how his goals in comedy he's like as long as i keep working i can see 
the line. I can see how I work towards it. Right. And I really respected that because he was just his goals were feasible and you right. Know. I, yeah. Nobody out. I don't think. Well, all the new people do. But right. anybody who's in comedy for a while goes. Oh my gosh! The likelihood that in the next few years I'm doing anything remotely right. large is still very small. I think it's my favorite small. is but still that when you run into someone and they're just kind of like, "You still doing comedy?" It's like, "Oh, that's right. You've never come to any of my shows." Yep, still doing <laughs> comedy. Fucking asshole! Like, <laughs> they're always the ones too that are like, they keep asking when your next show is. Like, they keep like, "Oh, I'm seeing on Facebook you're doing really well." On Facebook, dude, you can come to the fucking show. Like that's you can listen to the fucking podcast. Like that'd be fun. We've been meaning to. That is my fucking least favorite excuse to not hearing any of my shit or coming to anime. Oh, I've been meaning to. What does that even mean, you dickless piece of shit? Like, what are you fucking talking about? Here's, here's how you respond to that. You go, awesome, fantastic. So I'm going to see you next show. This yeah. the January whatever, whatever. The worst part is that January I January 6th at Washington, D.C. I'm going to see you at my next show. That one? We're going? All right, cool. <laughs> That's the best part, too, is that like I do it to people as well. Like They'll just kind of be like, oh, yeah, no, we had this metal show last week. Did, did you get to see it? Oh, I've been meaning to. You steal the same excuse that upsets you. Oh, my you. God. Oh, yeah. It pisses me off when it's towards <laughs> me. When it's towards someone else, I'm sure it pisses them off, too. It's just one of those dumb things that we have to it's do. It's a human thing. That sucks. But, like, I, I sort of got this one. The One of my favorite ones was, uh, you know, I have those stickers for the podcast. Yeah. Binge. And then it, at the bottom, it has a QR code. So right. all you have to do is pull up your phone, camera, takes you right to the I website to listen to it. I thought it was a great idea. Robin Lynn over at uh, Starlight, they do uh, Oakle Studios. So they oh, make okay. shirts, they make stickers, and, th- and they do custom orders. Fuck you yeah. know. So I was like, you hey, can I do... Yeah. I was like, can I do uh, some stickers? And I got a message from Rob. He's like, do you want a QR code on it? I was like, tell me more. Like that's, <laughs> I don't know what that is. So we're at the bar, and uh, I'm talking to a friend of mine, and he was just kind of like, oh, so how's the podcast going? I go, oh, dude, we've been rocking and rolling. Like, if I hadn't taken uh, last week off, mm-hmm. we were about two weeks away from just six months every fucking week. Wow, that's amazing. Like, I, like just, it's... I just went for it. Like, I was, fuck it. Let's just do it. If we're going to do it, fucking do it. Like, yeah. But so uh, I said, oh, yeah, we've just been we've been kicking ass. We've had some really great episodes, great guests coming on, mm-hmm. like, and all that. And he was like, right on. I'll have to listen to it. I go, well, hey, look. And I had one of my stickers, <laughs> like, on the tip jar. I go, all I got to do is, like, just QR code that shit. And he just kind of sat there for a second and went, nah. And then walked away. I was like, that hurt. That one hurt. <laughs> that was a bad one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> nah. I, I swear to God, I will never forget to that. To the face. To, to my the fucking face. face. Like, looked at the sticker, looked at me, and just, nah. I would have feigned it. I would have been like, oh, I can't get my phone, buddy. Oh, Sorry. My phone is... Oh. It doesn't have a camera Technology. Anymore. Am I right? right. <laughs> you just need to use your phone. I only have Nokia. That's yeah, it's like, a flippy. It's, it's a, a flippy. Flip I have a razor. It does not very good on pictures. <laughs> you remember getting nudes back in the day on a... Ra- well, you don't because you were <laughs> religious. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't get any n- <laughs> razor nudes. Oh, my God. Razor nudes were the worst. Like, you had to squint. They were pixelated. <laughs> mm, so half the time, you'd be like, oh, that's sexy. And then in reality, you get there. She is not. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, God, I still, I still God slept God. with her. Like, yeah. I'm not an animal, yeah, but you're you know, not a bad. Guy. I'm not a monster. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I not drove good. all this way. You yeah. got excited. I'm excited too. Ah, screw it. Here we go. Plus, I close my eyes. I can... <laughs> 
No, that's too like uh, it was really funny. I was talking to a buddy not too long ago, and we were talking about how much our cha- our taste changes as we get older. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh yeah, dude. When I was like in high school, I just wanted like the the pretty petite, you know, the shit that you're like told that you're supposed girl. to like." Yeah. Well, as I got older, and I'm like, Mm-mm. I I like my jello to jiggle. You know what I mean? Like I make it thick. I like a thick lady. I do. Yeah. Like. I just don't. I the way I describe it, my type is that I like them thicker and I like them a little kinky. And uh, the way that I describe that is, I like them sturdy and dirty. Sturdy and dirty. That's how I roll. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I get it. But like, that's the thing is that it's like your taste changes and shit like that. So whenever yeah, you put yourself that... out there with with art or anything mm-hmm. like that, you know, you you inevitably have to come out with more. Like you progress, you evolve, and shit like that. Yeah. And I mean, I know I just compared uh, the thing that I do on a regular basis to what I like to put my dick in, but yes. but <laughs> it's pretty sound. It's, it's actually very similar. It's pretty sound. I'm just saying that's. The <laughs> but like, that's the thing is that it's like all these people that like I don't like this. Like, you know, we'll, we'll go with music. I don't like this second album. Well, why not? Well, it's, it's so much different than their first one. Well, yeah. What do you want them to do? Yeah. Do the same thing forever because that's what you want them to do? That's fucking stupid. There are bands that have done that, and some to su- limited successes. I mean, I would argue Nickelback makes the same song. Oh yeah, 9, the times. same hot garbage yeah. every time. And commercially, but, maybe that's viable. But like, if you're a human, like, who wants to live that experience? Where like yeah. I'm making the same piece of shit. Exactly what we were talking about earlier of Will Ferrell, Stranger in Fiction. There yeah. are people that that's all they want to do. They just want to the. And they're content. And you know what? More power to you. But I don't know. I'm more of the mindset of like one day I'm going to die. That's going to happen. Sure. So I definitely don't want to get to that point and just kind of be like, I did fuck all. You know what I mean? I didn't do anything. I didn't venture out. I didn't try. Like that shit terrifies me. To the point, like, I might have tried a little too much, you know, like, <laughs> I might have gotten out there a little too hard, you know, and I've got those regrets now, but still. <laughs> uh, well, I would say, I think it's really interesting, especially, like, looking forward to the future. You have kids. Mm-hmm. I have kids. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I have a kid. You have a kid. I yeah, don't put that. Sorry. On. Yeah. my. Don't put that. Knock on wood. Don't I put that evil on me. I got the vasectomy to make sure that that doesn't happen again. I just don't want to do it. Why? Because it's my downstairs it's and fine. it's a bunch of sharp things. No. That doesn't hurt at all. It d- you also get a Vicodin. <gasps> I do like Vicodin. I, it was amazing. If I could have it Vicodin. It was amazing. It was amazing. I've never had a Vicodin before, and I was like, I wish I had Vicodin oh, every day. That's it, Dude, you can definitely get this. Swear to God, like anybody who's like, I don't understand people who are addicted to pills. I'm like, well, then you've never taken pills because <laughs> they're awesome. A good pill. like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, a good pill. That's a great way to put it because like, <laughs> there are pills like you're taking. You're like, I don't like this at all. Sure. It makes me nauseous or whatever. But when you find that sweet, sweet pill <laughs> and you take it and there's no downside, you're just floating it mm-hmm. seems like oh what a great day that was what i can uh, yeah i was like i would get a vasectomy every day if i could keep having if that because <laughs> it was great oh yeah i got my before i went into the military i did because i used to have my uh, ears stretched like i had uh, plugs in my ears so i had about a five eighths inch okay. hole in my yeah. ear so that's not going to heal on its own so i had to go get plastic surgery essentially really? so they had to cut it out and sew it up and of course that's painful so they gave sure. me pain meds so then after that, I went and got my wisdom teeth taken out. <laughs> For swear fun? to God, because you're that, like, I gotta yeah. get these meds. No, within like a week of this, <laughs> I went and got my fucking wisdom teeth taken out. And again, pain pills. The exact same pain pills. Sure. And I'm no little bitch. So I was taking less than they told <laughs> yeah. me to take. Yeah. Because I, I, in my mind, I was like, I'm just going to take them, you know, if it hurts. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here with bruised ribs and I'm, I'm yeah. kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of annoying, but whatever. Sure. But I've seen friends of mine that like they have bruised ribs or anything like that. They are down for yeah. the count. Like they can't get up. 
I've always been that way though. Like my pain threshold's pretty high. Not I'm not bragging. It seems a little bracket. I'm just saying it's caused more problems than <laughs> than anything else. But like so then uh, right before I was going to the military and everything like that, like mm. you know, I've got the my ship out date, I'm you know, all this shit. So I was sitting there and I was kind of like, man, so I can't smoke weed cuz yeah. you know, military. I can't really drink that much cuz I'm an asshole when I drink. And then I was just <laughs> like, oh, I still have those fucking pills. So I was sitting there like playing video games just Pilled the fuck out. <laughs> just like, get a kill. Like, it's. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing is that it's like pills, uh, booze, all that shit, man. If you have a problem with it, okay, we're not talking to you, but if you've never done any of that stuff, dude, fucking try it. I, I I am glad that I do not have uh, access to Vicodin on the on a regular oh, basis yeah. because like I feel like oh that but the would amount re- of weight I you would rec- lose think about that like that was <laughs> you you know you don't see a lot of fat pill poppers that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good point I, I, I good counterpoint that's good yeah. counterpoint uh, not to play devil's advocate but uh, <laughs> you know yeah for for <laughs> well okay and here's here's what I'll say. If you're if you're worried, because here's the thing, mm-hmm. I hated like I, you know the fear the fear you would get oh, right I, after you come in somebody and you're like oh god do they what if what if what if I don't have that at all. No, that's fair. That it's is so fair. And I have heard to me. The, and I have heard that it also affects like your sex drive, like it ups it a little bit. Uh mine was pretty fine already. Just pretty like, st- kind of pretty like high. Steady. I, okay, I feel like mine's pretty good well yeah you didn't have sex till you got married at 20 yeah like, yeah, yeah so i've been building it you're up overdue like you're, you got some you got some repressed nuts in there like that's <laughs> <laughs> no i was taking care of them they, they were there <laughs> no no they got out yeah. i promise you that that's well no and it's like that's the thing is you know if you don't sow those oats as they say which is a very vulgar way of putting mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but if you don't do that i am of the mindset that you are going to have that midlife crisis yeah, for I, sure. I, 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 well, that's, I mean, that's what happened to me. My, I mean, I was married. Right. With a kid. Two a kids. Kid. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, this I this is not the life that I want. This is right. Not, I, you know. That's was, what we're talking about. Like, I was in a. You're just sitting there and one thing. day you just kind of look around and you're like, how the fuck did I get here? Yeah. Because I, like all the, the worst part is that it all made sense choice, on the way there. Yeah. The choices that I made were not choices that I would have made. Right. If given the choice on my own without any input. And so I was like, wow. Uh, oof. <laughs> oof. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you can say. You <sighs> just kind of look around and you get the old oof. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That's. <laughs> and what's even worse is being a friend of someone that's about to go through that and you can see it coming. Oh, yeah. I can... You know what I mean? Like they, they're married or whatever. They're just unhappy. They're just whatever. Yeah. And you're kind of like, that's going to be a big one. Yeah. That is going to be a big oof. Yeah, I, that's I, I hate that because I like I've lived through because well, you can't tell them. No, no, because, yeah, that's like when when people were yeah. like <laughs> when people would tell me when I was like younger, they'd be like, hey, no, don't get don't get married. Oh, just yeah. To sleep. You're too young. Yeah. Uh, experience life more shit like that. And I was like, well, I got to fuck, man. That's, <laughs> you have no idea what this is doing to me. OK, I'm I'm th- I'm having some weird fucking thoughts over here. <laughs> I, I need to get a nut off like that. <laughs> but that's the thing, too, is that's like. Exactly what we were talking about earlier about, like, how you dress when you're younger, how you act when yeah. you're younger. Like, it's pretty Freudian because, like, most of it is in the pursuit of trying to get laid. Like, just, I mean, it is. It's true. Like, I want, true. I'm just trying to touch some parts that are softer than mine. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. But, like, I think the funniest part to me is that it's, like, even as a kid, like, 
oh, a kid. I don't want to say a kid. Because sure. then you imagine like an eight-year-old trying to grab I, on some titties. I wasn't going to imagine it at That's, all, actually. Yeah, I was Honestly, actually shutting that part of my brain yeah. down, so I didn't. <laughs> I uh, turned that all the way off. <laughs> but like when I was a teenager, I had, even for a teenager, an incredibly high sex drive. Like mm. I was just, I was that kid. <laughs> and, that kid. I'm just imagining you with a back of class like, oh, I got to come. <laughs> I got tails at it again. Oh my god, that walking fucking hard on Jesus Christ! <laughs> but like, luckily, and I say luckily, I think some people will get why I say that or whatever. But luckily, I held on to that too. That's good. Yeah, and That's so good. like, even in my relationship, things like that, it'll just kind of be like, like the other day, my girlfriend was like putting on like shorts or something like that, and I go, "Damn, you sexy." Yeah, and she like stops and kind of turns, like, seriously. Like, she had been hung over the day before, so she's still, like, sweaty, and, like, her hair's all matted down and shit like that. I go, hell yeah. Yeah. I was like... I'll attack it. You are sexy. I don't care what version. You're just sexy. That's like, one of those things. I don't know if, like, maybe... Uh, do they not believe us? I don't think they do, honestly. I think... On because a, I'm like... I don't, Well, because like, think about, like, how they have to go through, like, women we're talking about. Yeah. Uh... Like, women go through this shit all day, every day of just, like, judgment and w both outward and their own sure. towards themselves. So it's just kind of like compliments kind of always seem backhanded or compliments kind of seem like there's a string attached to it. Like, mm. hey, you sexy, but I'm only saying that if you fuck me or right. something like that. Where, Whereas with my girlfriend, I'm like. We ain't going anywhere, so why the fuck? Like, yeah, you're I'm not just doing, sexy. I'm like, not doing this to keep you around. Like, yeah. that's not some ulterior motive. Don't get me wrong. I definitely want to keep you around. <laughs> like, <that's> like, <laughs> but, I mean, like, I think that's the part that a lot of guys seem to get confused about because they'll be like, oh, you just can't take a compliment. It's like, dude, you just said she had nice tits. Like, that's not a compliment. Well, I think that's how I compliment people. That's, huh? yeah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. She had nice tits, <laughs> but come on, man. But, like, this thing is that it's, like, those are the compliments that straight women seem to be getting more often yeah. than not. You know what I mean? Not <laughs> at one point, I just kind of, like, this girl walked by me in the bar and I kind of go, hey, I have to preface. I'm not trying to be creepy or hit on you. I just needed to let you know you smell incredible. Oh, my God. That is one thing. I love when somebody, man or a woman. Just smells, and you're like, "Wow, that's awesome!" Like, I want to smell like that. My favorite compliment to get. Honestly. Oh my god! If someone says you smell fantastic, you or smell something like good. That, yeah. It is the most incredible mm -hmm. fuck because you will ride that high for the yeah. rest of the day. Somebody because told me nothing, that like a week ago, and I'm still it's rattling I'm around still in my brain. About it. Yeah. yeah, I'm so like, I'm so awful at flattery that it's like this <laughs> one time someone told me that I smelled nice, and I've been chasing that dragon ever since. <laughs> like that's, but like that's it's one of the only compliments that it's like there's no backhandedness to it or anything like that. I mean, unless I, you it can reek. be creepy and it can be weird. Well, like, yeah, it's not like, like I'm not like going over her shoulder like, you smell fucking amazing. You smell That would be like the equivalent of like, you got nice skin. Ah, that's a weird compliment. <laughs> that's uh, all right, bud. That's fine. That's Listen, not to be Joseph Biden, but you smell good. <laughs> Old Uncle Joe. Old <laughs> Sleepy Joe. But like, that's the thing is that like, I think that's why. Yeah. I don't think it's that they don't believe us. I think they're just waiting for the other foot to drop. Like, you're sexy. Okay. Now get over here. All right. Let's let's hear let's hear the reasoning behind your complimenting me. And I think she's still getting used to it because nice. I just compliment her and then I just move on, keep going. But at the same time, she'll do it to me too. To like even today, like I'm showing her my bruised ribs mm -hmm. and she's just kind of like, you sexy. <laughs> I'm like, woman. Maybe she just likes bruises. <laughs> it's mm, 
We won't go there. We won't go. We won't go down feel, that road. Yes. I feel like. I feel like <laughs> there are women that do enjoy them. Quite oh, a bit. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting well aware. them, and yeah. Oh, I'm well aware, Daryl. <laughs> You're like, hey, just because of how this game started yeah. at 20, that don't mean that I haven't leveled up a few times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some people start slower, but then they race around the track really fast. Oh my fast. god! There was a job I was working. Uh, I was working in the kitchen, and the server came in, and she had like like a shiner. Like a full-on fucking really? black eye. Damn. And somebody goes, what the hell happened? And she goes, my boyfriend's learning. I was like, <laughs> that is the creepiest fucking thing I've ever heard. Like, apparently she just likes getting, like, smacked around and, like, yeah. hit and shit like that. But I'm you gotta like, do it in a way that, you know. Listen, I'm not a kink-shaming fella, but sure. I also think, hey, maybe you should go see a professional, like a therapist, and just kind of talk this shit out. Because that's not something that, like, should be in your repertoire of, like... You remember back in the day when it was like, if a girl said, hey, I'm kinky, that meant mm-hmm. like smack my ass a little bit, pull my hair. Now, if a girl says I'm kinky, pump the brakes a little bit. See what that means to her, because it could get weird. Like, OK, I, you know what? I, I don't need you ma- uh, negatively influencing all these nice women that's who've, got, <laughs> who've got real kinks. And I'm out here just trying to help them. I'm there. just trying to I'm experience just... life here. <laughs> I don't kink shame. Uh, people who are in uh, who like like to be uh, manhandled. Cool. Great. Cool. Have fun. Tie them up. Do uh, the whole thing. But do so respectfully. Make sure that you're that's not in very a state important. that like. Safe words. Uh, yeah. You know, all kinds of shit. And don't do something without talking about it first. Of course. Don't be that fucking guy. Consent is very very important and, and it's uh, sexy just because you have consent doesn't mean you always have consent exactly like a person's like mind can change that is not mm-hmm. oh well what she really means is no she told you what she means shut the fuck up shut shut it down be respectful yeah anytime i have a partner i always try and make sure like we have those conversations like hey you have what to is, yeah what is your uh level of consent like have you been drinking are you okay with right you know you come home and you've had a couple drinks i gotta tell you okay? though one of the best parts of being in a relationship is whenever the other person is drunker than you are and they're horny as hell and you're just kind of <laughs> like you keep having to be like are you sure because you're hammered <laughs> yes I'm sure give me that dick like that was, yeah that's just oh my god demanding it's, dick oh my immediately god. it's so fucking great like living with her is just I love my <laughs> girlfriend so very much because like she's one of the funniest people I've ever met like <laughs> truly hilarious and then when she gets drunk sometimes it is just the funniest fucking thing because <laughs> either it's dick of uh-huh, course sure. or food that's yeah, another big one yeah. that it's like we have to go why? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm thinking it's dick. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, you trying to get some girl? She goes, no, we got to go to Whataburger like right fucking now. Like, listen, after Whataburger, though, <laughs> are you going to need anything else? <laughs> oh, man. Like, that's the thing, too, is that, like relationships. You have the opportunity to have different kinds of sex. You know, yeah. people always talk about like, oh, the makeup sex or oh, sure. the drunken sex, whatever. I'm talking about like fat bloated sex, too. Like yeah. the experimental type sex where you're just kind of like, I feel like crap. I wonder if we can still get off like this. Like that's <laughs> yeah, still still pushing yourself to the to the. I'm still trying. I'm still. Yeah. I gotta level up. You know what I mean? Like you never so, know. Yeah. You might stumble upon your new thing. Like <laughs> I'm just saying. You just kink shame people, and now you're like, listen. What I like to do is do feeding, and I like. <laughs> oh no no no! See, here's the thing. Well, the ones that I'm talking about are not like you know shibari rope play or oh, yeah. or anything like that i'm not talking about any of that i'm talking about the weird 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 ones like con, the, con, the non-con oh yeah just some weird like you know the latex which i don't mind latex but like the guys that like to do the whole Full body vacuum. suits and shit yeah the, or like they love to be t- like zipped up into a bag where they can barely breathe and shit like that that's a little weird 
I mean, yeah. again, do I, your thing. And if you've got your community, I'm not dissing your fucking community. Yeah, it kind of seems like you're coming out of their community. But uh, also, if I show up to your house and I'm just expecting to, <laughs> to have sex, well, that's, don't unzip a bag and be like, yeah, you'll fit. Like, okay. that's not my thing, man. <laughs> that, that's But that's not consensual because that's, that's, that's true. the thing. That's the Anytime that you're bringing in something that maybe a partner is not going to expect in right. the bedroom, that's a good opportunity to check in on consent yeah. and boundaries. So, so how are you feeling? Well, you've just put something inside me. So uh, scared. <laughs> even even <laughs> like even like his like sex toys are pretty innocuous. But like even when I'm like, well, okay, yeah. I want to like, hey, l- let me grab a vibrator. Are you cool with that? Is that? Uh, are you oh, comfortable see, that's with the that? other part about relationships too. You already know. You know what I mean? Like you sure. already know where that line is. Yeah. If you even remotely want to go past it, you have a conversation beforehand. This whole thing. But like, I am a firm advocate. For straight guys using vibrators and sex toys during foreplay. Oh, absolutely. What is wrong with you people? Why wouldn't I use a cheat code oh, oh, in the it's, bedroom? It's it's competition to these guys. That's stupid. I swear to God. I swear to God. This guy was like, I would never do that. I'm like, why? You're dumb, And his man. fucking response was, well, she should just be happy with me. And I'm like, that is the most egotistical shit I have ever heard. Do you know the statistics of women that can actually have an orgasm just from penetration? Oh, my it God. It is yeah. minuscule. Yeah. Clitoral fucking stimulation yeah, is how you're going to get it. So, get and here's there. the thing after one or two doing that way makes your job so much easier after that. Get your fucking life together. Yeah. All this to say, mm-hmm. Matt Berry is amazing. That's what I'm saying. That's Garth Marenghi's <laughs> Dark Place is fantastic, and you should check it out. There's only Possibly six with a vibrator. Like, yeah, if yeah. you want to vibe while you're Just doing it, get it home. You know what I mean? Just look at Matt Berry, hear that sultry voice. And <laughs> your way into oblivion. Like, just have a good one. I don't care. But, like, I will say there are some vibrators out there that are, for lack of a better term, jarring. To, just to see. Oh, yeah, yeah, There are yeah. sex toys that you're just kind of looking at going, there is no way I'm competing with that fucking thing. I'm just, I'm not doing anything to you, am I? All right, cool. <laughs> I'll watch. Like, that's... <laughs> Yeah, I, I I've never I've never felt that way. I I have I do had I have one that's very loud, and I just moved in with a new roommate. Oh, nice! And I haven't used it there, and I'm like, ah, because he's around. See, but again, just let him know. Be like, hey, man, if you hear something like that coming from my room, do not come check on me. <laughs> just don't do it. I had a roommate there for a while, and I always knew when he was getting it on, not because he was loud or anything, but every once in a while you'd hear that, like of a hand on an ass cheek. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just really liked doing that's- that, you know. And so one night, uh, I decided I was going to fuck with him a little bit because I knew who was in there and everything, uh, right? So oh I hear, bam, and I go, yeah, boy, get it! <laughs> like, I screamed it, and then it just got dead quiet. Like, yeah, that's what th- happens. Oh, my God, I you laughed. made everyone uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, I laughed so hard. I'm sure, I'm sure oh, you my did. God. Well, and I mean, like, even with speaking of vibrations and things like that, <laughs> to kind of reel it back in a little bit, there is that scene in IT Crowd, and it's one of my favorites of any show, really, Whenever they give him a cell phone, Matt Berry, mm-hmm. they give Matt Berry a cell phone and they have up to the vibrational part of the phone all the way to like, it's like, Bruh! like it's insanity. Yeah. And he puts it in his pocket and they're outside the door snickering because they're calling him. Mm-hmm. And then he comes in his pants because it's a fucking <laughs> strong vibration. <laughs> like even scenes like that, the guy's a fucking genius. Like the yeah. way that he did it is so unoffensive, just so unintrusive. Like it was just funny. Yeah. Like. You wouldn't even know that that's what it, what was happening if, like, you're a kid and you were watching it. You'd be like, well, that's a funny stance he's doing. Yeah. But in reality, he's like, he was going cross-eyed, and, like, his <laughs> hands are shaking and shit like that. And you're like, that fool's coming right now. Yeah. That's... <laughs> he's amazing. Oh, you know, you know what my favorite thing about using toys in foreplay is? 
I, I don't know what your favorite thing is. It would have been weirder if you yeah. just knew it. If but I, I mean, if I had though, <laughs> oh my god, if you had just guessed and be like, oh, okay, so we can't hang out for a while. That's, <laughs> no, uh, and it, I mean, this is a controversial thing for some people, but uh, I really enjoy a woman that does the what is it called? Oh yeah, squirting. Oh yeah, you can't do that with just your dick. With, like half the time, there are those that they can, but the percentage of them is pretty minuscule. Whereas if you have a toy or something like that, <laughs> yeah, slip and slide, my friend. Slip Absolutely. and slide. I will say, uh, the feeling of a woman squirting while you're inside her, pretty fucking fantastic. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty. Pretty good. Pretty good. That is definitely one of the one of my favorite uh, genres of porn, if you will. Yeah. In squirt videos, just oh, because good. you can also kind of see, like, you know, if she's a regular person, you right. know, it's not going to be like the ones that you're going to see in this video where it's like, wow, it looks like that far wall is going to need a new <laughs> coat of paint. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I like that they have a super stoker like buried in there. And right. Just, just, like some of them, you're like, that can't be healthy. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be something that's like mm, you might want to get that looked at. That's mm. <laughs> I disagree. But it was it sure I was like pretty. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, like with uh, with like porn and things like that. Obviously, this is something that comes up with Matt Berry's comedy all the time. Also, it's just kind of like the sexual nature of of humanity and shit like that. Like sure. most of his parts like he's kind of a womanizer yes and that's one of the things in dark place he plays a uh, best friend to like the protagonist okay and so oh so he's not the main character he is not the main character okay. per se um Person? the nice the nice thing about that is that there's an entire episode where he is like uh trying to get this girl and mm. like he's like you you're just mad that I she has I've got her attention you know right kind of uh and so he he's playing a second fiddle in this entire uh series except right. for I think it's the last episode episode six okay so yeah you said there's only six episodes there's so as far s- as bingeability like oh, you can knock it out bingeable. in like a night Oh, yeah, because there are only 30-minute episodes, and okay. there's six of them. Okay. So, yeah, if you've got three hours, I will say, like, absurdist humor for me is one of those things, like, especially something like this where it's like, okay, you're all in the same genre. Right. I can only do, like, have you said, uh, have you watched uh, I Think You Should Leave? Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we did a whole episode on the yeah. show with uh, Raven and the Bear did I Think You Should Leave. And it is, it is one of those shows that, like, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Like, there's no way anyone's going to be able to explain yeah. it to you. It's like, amazing. It's a fucking great show. The one with the, my favorite to this day is still with Will Forte when he's when they're getting on the plane. And oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking funny. So good. And then, again, though, that one is also super bingeable. Like, you can knock it right. out in, like, seriously, like, a couple hours, maybe, something like that. Well, yeah, I don't know. Now they've episodes. got the second season. The second so, season's so good, too. So, I mean, like, maybe, like, three and a half, four tops. Yeah. But, but what I will say, back to my point. Uh, these things are really hard for me, and as somebody who loves them, right. to just sit and binge because there is an like, awkward factor for sure. Yeah, for me, like about thirty minutes to an hour, I go, okay, perfect. I got that taste. I got that right. zhuzh that I was looking for, and now I want maybe something dramatic or like maybe a palate cleanser type yeah. thing. Like because yeah. I think that like uh, the thing Possibly about absurdity, a horror movie, sure, yeah, I get on in there. <laughs> I would do that. Uh, once I, I try to plug it as much as possible because I swear to God, I kind of want to just get in contact with them and try and see if they'll sponsor some shit. But I think Shudder, uh, the, the streaming oh, the, platform, yeah. is so fucking worth the money. 
Seriously, it's like $7 a month, I think, something like that. Hmm. And they are consistently posting original movies, oh, new movies. Oh, they have original content. They have original content on there. Oh, okay. Not only that, they I have... thought it was just like, uh, these are the horror movies of Right, whatever. no, but that's the thing is that it's like, that's, I think, what people think of when they think of it. But in reality, it's so much more than that. They also have three channels on the streaming service to where it's just consistently going. So you have three different channels. You have like a psychological one. You have the mm. slasher one. And I think one of the other ones is like Supernatural or some something like that. But uh-huh. you turn it on over there and it's kind of like back in the day with like movie yeah, channels. Just like it's, it's just rolling going. Of a... And so that way you don't have to like. Sometimes you just want to jump into a film. Sometimes and you just don't want to have to pick. Yeah. Or even better is that it's like you can just leave it on in the background. Yeah. And you never know. Like the next movie coming on could be your new favorite afterwards. Like, true. like there's one on there. It's an original movie that they did. And it's called Vicious Fun. And it's about this kid. He's a horror movie critic, essentially. Mm-hmm. And he gets drunk at this fucking Chinese restaurant, passes out in a closet. And when he wakes up, he stumbles upon a support group for serial killers. <laughs> it is phenomenally good. I gotta watch that. I yeah, like David Keckner's in it. Uh, like, I don't know who that is. I'm not, I don't know names. Oh, Keckner's, uh, he was champ in Anchorman. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know the guy that's in fucking everything. Like that's yes. <laughs> I I feel like now I know who you're talking. There you about. go. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just. I mean, he's probably the most well known mm-hmm. person in the. I mean, the and one of the other serial killers is played by the guy who plays Death in Supernatural. I didn't watch that. Either. Okay, yeah, no, but he's he's a phenomenal actor, and in this one, he is psychotic. It's it's fucking great. He's a sociopath essentially. Like oh, I love. Him. But he I likes love to that dress- he would go to a group therapy though. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's almost like, uh, oh, how does she describe it? Something like a work retreat is what she calls it or something like that. Like, <laughs> like they just want to, like, give each other information, like, about oh. their disposal methods and things like that. Oh, yeah. That's just networking and picking up new material. And oh, learning. yeah. Yeah. But it's, it. it's it's a horror comedy, which is which tends to more and more be my, like, wheelhouse. So, but I like that. I highly recommend Shudder awesome. for anyone listening for you as well. And just kind of like, it's not just horror movies. It's also a lot of other things that are really cool. Like, definitely worth the money. But uh, as far as bingeability and things like that, dude, it sounds like Dark Place is where it's at. Like, you yeah. can just knock that shit out. Absolutely. I, you very easily could. I, I like absurdism. This is very absurd. This if is you absurd. Enjoy, okay. If you enjoy absurd, this is this is a good spot. Well, if they're listening to this fucking podcast, I, probably... I have a feeling that they enjoy absurd uh, or the word fuck or, yeah. you know, just that's kind One of, of my, those two things. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of my wheelhouse. That's really what I bring to the table. Just a lot of absurdity and fuck. That's <laughs> well. Uh, hey, bro, what do you think? Do you have fun? I had a blast. Fuck yeah, dude. And uh, I mean, Dark Place, like you said, Amazon Prime. Check it out. You can stream it, uh, knock it out in about three hours, six Easy. episodes. But Matt Berry, man, I mean, yeah. we talked about the show a little bit, but in reality, this kind of seemed more like a Matt Berry appreciation hour. Yes. Uh, and Richard uh, Ayote is in that as well as he's on the IT crowd. And I love that guy, too. Richard Ayote is just so fucking good. He has, Does he do Countdown or? Yeah, yeah. On the show, on IT yeah. crowd. Yeah, he uh, he did. <laughs> Uh, he's actually on like uh, yeah no it, I know that character? was what was funny to me is that it's like they had that episode where he's a contestant on Countdown and then later he he is on Countdown <laughs> okay like it was just fucking great to me I'm just kind of like life imitates art fuck it that's <laughs> but uh, yeah so Amazon Prime Dark Place uh, Matt Berry if you're listening that would be fucking awesome we love you uh, um, but uh, so Albatross every Thursday. Albatross every Thursday, 8.30 to sign up. 9.18 is when we start. Okay. And uh, do you have any other shows coming up? I have a lot. Or are you of... just, you kind of, you're kind of all your eggs are in the terrible people basket right now, right? 
Uh, You're just trying to get that knocked out, like filmed and. I have so yes, I'm doing that tomorrow night. I'm hosting open mic night at the Grove. Uh, the like in Grove, Oklahoma. No, the Grove, the comedy, um, the comedy club. Oh, I didn't know that was Lowell, a thing. Lowell, Arkansas. Then we have talk show Friday night, Saturday. Uh, da, 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 I think Midnight Riders out in McAllister. Uh, next week we have Gypsy Coffee House Friday night. Gotcha, gotcha. Definitely check that one out. Also, the Gypsy fun. Coffee House because yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I have actually one of the guests we've had on this show. Uh, I believe works for Gypsy. Uh, yep, Mike Williams. Yes, this is the Gypsy Coffee House in Jinx. For what yeah, it's worth, that's, okay, that's the one that's that he one. works at. Yeah, okay. So him and his wife manage. Yes, she's it. a delight. Yeah. So we're not talking about the old one that had some problematic things happen with it and everything like that. We're talking about the one in Jinx. Uh, but yeah, so dude, sounds yeah. like you you're doing some good work. Yeah, I got a bunch of shows going on. <laughs> yeah, I got some shit going on. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at any time, like, I had fun with a guest, I always like to tell him, we'll wait a little while, yeah. have some other guests on, and yeah. then we'll bring you back. Can't yeah, do it right away, to. because, you know. You don't need a co-host. That's, that yeah. <laughs> I don't need it. My show. My show. I run it the way I want to. Fuck you, people. That's it. <laughs> well, and I mean, like, but yeah, definitely go check out any of the uh, Brad's shows. Very funny comedian. Uh, I remember when you got started. And it was just, it was a, it was a, it was an uphill battle for you there for a little bit. A lot of, uh, I used to be religious jokes and you're talking to a room full of atheists. So, you know, it was an uphill battle, but you still got it, dude. There we go. We did it. <laughs> As always, guys, just remember, uh, if you want to talk to me or email me or, you know, you can do things like, Hey, Brad's episode was great. Or, Hey, fuck that guy. Sure. Yeah. Uh, email address is binge podcast 918 at com. As always, if you don't like the show, go fuck yourself. And I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Have a great one, guys. Bye.